Hi, I'm Evan Rubio. And today we're going to be talking about the Mario and Disney version of Cinderella. So the true version of Cinderella is... Um, Cinderella is not the real name, but um, no one really knows her name or anyone else in the tale. So the story starts with her mother's last words before dying of an unknown illness, encouraging her daughter to always be good and kind. The loss of her mother breaks poor Cinderella, and she spends each day at her mother's grave. After a year, her father marries a woman who brings two daughters into the family. From here, I don't know where her father goes. Who lets her daughter get treated the way that she does? No wonder she loved and missed her mother so much. Her new mother and sisters tossed all of her clothing away, dressed her in rags, and forced her to fashion wooden shoes for herself. Then they teased and berated her for how she was dressed and even refused to allow her to sit in the same room as them. The favorite means of torturing the poor girl was to dump lentils into the fireplace ashes and force her to pick them out, clean them, and sort through the good and bad ones. This activity would cause her to be covered in ash and suit, hence the name of Cinderella. As the story continues, her father goes on a journey and asks his daughters what they would like him to bring back for them. Obviously, the stepsisters command jewels and finest clothes. Cinderella simply requests that he returns with the first twig that brushes against his hat on the way home. This hazel, this hazel twig that he brings back is taken by Cinderella, planted at her mother's grave, watered by the child's tears and grows into a large tree. This tree acts as a magical conduit from her mother to help Cinderella. Finally, the ball is announced for the prince to find his new bride. It is a three-day affair and everyone is invited. Cinderella pleads to be able to attend. This request is met with scorn from her sisters. The mother dumps a plate of lentils into the ashes and laughs that Cinderella may attend if the lentils are taken care of. This task is completed by her friends, the birds, and the mother merely dumps more lentils into the ashes. Too playful is this time. Again, the task is done by birds for the girl. With her sisters and mother already at the ball, Cinderella goes to her tree and begs for her dress. The finest dress falls from the tree and Cinderella goes to the ball, dances with the prince, flees after the party, and returns each night for all three nights, each time with a more magnificent dress. Third night's escape, her golden, not glass, slipper falls off and the prince begins his now famous hunt through the land to find the foot that fits the slipper. The prince gets to Cinderella's house and the first sister goes to the back room to try the slipper on. It obviously doesn't fit, so her mother tells her to slice off her toes because she won't need to do any walking as queen anyway. The best part, she does. And the prince buys it. Fortunately, as they're riding off, The friendly birds point out that there is blood pouring from the shoe. The prince turns around and returns to the house. Sister number two's turn. Pretty much the same story, except this one slices off her own heels. Again, birds point out the pouring blood and the prince returns again. This time he gets the right girl. Cinderella put on the now surely blood-soaked shoe and rides off to get married.
she was a young girl, Cinderella's widowed father married Lady Tremaine, a widow with two daughters of her own. He died shortly thereafter. Lady Tremaine, jealous of her stepdaughter's beauty, ordered Cinderella to become a maid in her own house and make her live in the attic. Overburdening her with duties, Cinderella's stepsister, Anastasia and Drizella, also take advantage of her meekness, mocking her and adding her to workload. Despite this, Cinderella remains kind of heart, obediently doing her chores and takes care of the mice and birds that live in the house, making friends with them. She also protects them from being eaten by her stepmother's cat, Lucifer, who makes her chores even harder. One day, the king becomes impatient for his son to provide him with grandchildren. Despite the objections of the Grand Duke, the king invites the eligible maidens in the kingdom to a royal ball so that the prince will choose one as his wife. Wanting to attend, Cinderella finds a dress of her late mother's to fix up. Her stepmother and stepsisters, afraid she will upstage them at the ball, keep her busy so that she has no time to spare. The other animals decide to fix up the dress for her, using beads and sashes discarded by her stepsisters. However, when Cinderella attempts to go to the ball with her family, her stepsisters recon- reconsider their belongings or take back their belongings and angrily tear tear up her dress into pieces, leaving her behind. Cinderella flees to the garden in tears, collapsing against the bench where she is met by her fairy godmother, who transforms all the mice into four white horses and pumpkins into a coach and Cinderella's old horse as an horse and bloodhound Bruno into coachman and footman. Representatively, she also gives Cinderella shimmery, a shimmery ball gown and glass slippers to warn her magic will wear off at midnight. Cinderella arrives at the ball and no one recognizes her, not even her own family. The prince is smited, so the king orders the Grand Duke to make sure the romance goes without a hitch. The good prevents prevents anyone from interfering with Cinderella and the prince, wandering out of the palace grounds. The two fall in love, however, when Cinderella hears the clock strike midnight, she flees the palace, losing her slippers on the staircase. The Grand Duke sends the palace guards after her, but when she, but when the magic is ended, Cinderella and the animals can hide from them in the forest. Cinderella realizes the second glass slipper did not disappear with the magic and is still on her foot. The prince swears he will marry the girl whom the lost glass slipper elated. The king sends the grand duke to try it on every maiden in the country. When word of this reached Lady Tremaine's house, the two stepsisters immediately ordered to get 
them ready. Lady Tremaine overhears Cinderella humming the waltz of the ball, realizing Cinderella is the mystery girl. She locks Cinderella in the attic while Anastasia and Drizella try on the slipper. Two mice steal the key to try and get it back to Cinderella, but are stopped by Lucifer. The birds summon Bruno, who chases Lucifer until he falls out of the window. The mice free Cinderella and she, as the Grand Duke is about to leave, to prevent the fitting Lady Tremaine slips, slips, slips the carrying, slips the person carrying the slipper, and it shatters. Much of the Grand Duke's relief and Lady Tremaine's astonishment, Cinderella provides the second slipper, which of course fits perfectly. The prince and Cinderella marry and set off in a white carriage for their honeymoon.